Hello, hello, and welcome to Here We Are Today. This is Betsy, and this is the Here We Are Today podcast. The almost daily or every other daily uh, podcast about the joys and the challenges of the human experience from my life experience and my experience of coaching and working with hundreds of people. And I would call this show experimental. It's a, it's a very... Um, it's got a lot of shows for being experimental, right? It's an ongoing personal creative, but mainly service-oriented project where my hopes is that by coming on here, I can provide you with some sort of regular cadence of stories, perspective, insights that may connect with something in you that hopefully provides you with some level of encouragement, support, and... Um, maybe getting even more of your own information about what's appropriate for you. So also it's fun. So thanks for being here. Here we are today. Hello, hello, hello. It is January 20th, 2022. This is Betsy. Thanks for being here. How are you doing today? It's Thursday. I realized that um, you know, I haven't talked about the mission and purpose of this project in a while. I did do a new introduction, if you may have noticed, uh, today. So this project started off a few months ago as, well, I had a dream in the middle of the night. And I tell the story at the very, one of the first, I believe it's the first episode. I give more of the background. But it's an experimental podcast. It's It's a project that is about allowing myself to do episodes in one take with no edits to allow what is yearning to emerge in the moment without a significant amount of planning. Although sometimes I do have, I wouldn't even call it planning. I would call it an idea or inspiration about something to share. And then sometimes I don't. And more recently I have found myself when I don't feel that I have a clear idea of what I want to share I've noticed that I am not doing episodes on those days. And there lies this tension between the idea that in order for something to be helpful or supportive, that we have to do a lot of planning or that it has to be well thought out, um, as opposed to creating space for our conversation and trusting that what's meant to emerge will emerge. And that there's a huge difference between those two. I mean, one end of the spectrum is, well, this actually makes me think of Dr. Dan Siegel's uh, description of, I've heard him speak about this many times, which is if you take the, um, the DSM, which is the diagnostic manual of, of clinical mental health conditions, he says that you can divide maybe everything. I don't, I don't want to misquote what I heard him say, but almost everything in there into one of two main categories. One category is rigidity and the other category is chaos. And so if you right now, if, if you know anything about some of the commonly diagnosed uh, mental health experiences that people have then or conditions then you may begin to quickly identify oh this one like anxiety is more rigid 
well, actually, I'm not even going to try to do the anxiety depression one, but something like um, OCD would be more along the lines of rigidity. And then chaos would maybe be something like parts of bipolar two or, or getting into that. Um, so again, I am not, let me, let me give my disclaimers. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a trained therapist. I'm not, a, I am not a mental health expert. But the reason that I'm bringing up that is that what I discovered from what I started off saying is that I'm, I'm experiencing that dichotomy and it's not necessarily a dichotomy. Dr. Dan Siegel describes it as banks of a river. So he says that the, the two things that you need for integrate the two things that you need for like mental health and well-being in the function of your brain is you need differentiation and integration. So he, he uses a metaphor of, um, like a fruit salad that has different fruits, but it's all mixed together versus a smoothie that's all blended up. And he gets into the neuroscience and, and, and a, a type of, um, study and called interpersonal neurobiology, which brings together many different disciplines around the study of the mind and, and interpersonal neurobiology. But he gets into discussing those underlying points. I recommend any of his books. Mindsight is one of my favorites. Um, but even if you read, there's one of his books is called, I think it's the handbook of interpersonal neurobiology. It's, it's one of the ones with the title interpersonal neurobiology in it. Um, he's co-written several books on parenting and early childhood development. He's an early childhood. He's a child psychiatrist. Um, and so, so when we're on an extreme, one side of the bank of the river, or the other one side is rigidity. And that's where we're in a really strong sense of control. We're on the other bank of the river, we're in chaos and there's no real sense of maybe order and maybe a little bit of routine or something might give us some grounding. Now I'm not talking about if somebody has, you know, a significant, uh, a significant experience of mental health, um, distress, then that, you know, I recommend strongly to get professional guidance. I'm, I'm more talking about kind of how we might drift between these spaces in a more, maybe what feels like maybe more subtle way that we kind of manage in our lives that doesn't reach a point of significant distress. So what I'm describing about this podcast and my process is, and you can think about this for your life is like, maybe just pick a project or area of life that you could use as an example to go along with this with me. But you know, your approach to it, you maybe have an assumption or a pattern in the past of doing it one way or another. So chaos might be, um, if you find yourself, you know, running out the door to bring one of your children to a sporting practice and you're like, you have one shin guard, <laughs> Let's say it's a game. You have one shin guard. You are supposed to bring the snacks and you have no snacks. Um, and it's the sense of chaos. 
that you experience in that moment of like, I don't know where anything is. I, you know, have having a swirl of emotions. Everyone around me is having a swirl of emotions. Um, rigidity would be, let's think about just in that example might be, you know, having everything significantly in advance, having it really organized. And if we're going to take it to an extreme, maybe it's, you know, knitting every player on the team a hat and staying up all night to do it. So that might be like interfering, like either way, that's like maybe, maybe I'm just going out on a limb here. Like maybe that doesn't feel good to the rest of your life. Now, maybe it does. And either one of those examples, somebody could feel like that's my life. That's how I live. That's how I want to roll. Great. Um, now, when we think about the podcast, I mean, I don't want to go into, I want to, I want to share this in a way that's potentially useful for you besides me going into this huge amount of detail about me and my process. But I, I just want to share that part about what I'm experiencing because if the point of doing something is to provide support and service encouragement to others, which is my goal with this podcast, and yet on days that I don't have a clear idea in advance of what it is I want to talk about or a story that I think is quote unquote good, then I'm not creating space to discover something that now that we've gotten into it, I can really see and feel that this is an important topic to discuss. So in the area that you brought up to think about, think about the your approach and would you categorize it more on the edge of kind of more control or more chaos and how's that working for you and you know on many of the episodes and in all my coaching i i you know although there might be some kind of binary that there's so many binaries and most are not helpful um I get now I'm getting into a whole bigger tough topic. Um, but without launching into a whole other topic, what I mean by that is it's helpful sometimes to have a framework to start with so that you can a kind of review or assess your own life and experience in relationship to that. And then ask yourself if you want to be sliding along that spectrum or you want to create a new axis, you want to create a whole new, or you want to create a whole new framework, which is great too, because we need people to create new ways of being in, in this world. I mean, there's no doubt that we need to be in a space where we're discovering how we might do things differently. So, so that's what I want to ask you is, you know, you're thinking, okay, so you're thinking about a work project and you're thinking of a specific project and you think, well, I get myself all stressed out because I have to do it in this format and this, and that. So you can ask yourself like, what part of this is truly necessary? What part am I assuming about this? And, you know, which way on this spectrum do I want to go? And, you know, I think because of this, what I shared with you about Dr. Dan Siegel, it's like, if you feel like you're on kind of one of those banks of the river, if you will, it's moving closer to the center. It's like moving closer to a balance of, of having some sense of organization or planning, but also the freedom of allowing something to emerge. And so I think that 
you know, for me, that's something that I'm, I play with and want to experiment with. And what I, what I fear is that if I am too kind of freewheeling, that it may seem chaotic. It may seem self-indulgent that you don't get something out of it, that it's unorganized or unhelpful, or you feel disrespected. Like, why would you make it? Why would you make a podcast to share with people if it's not going to be helpful? So that is my greatest fear. Okay. Those, those parts, the other end of the spectrum is if I go into a deep level of planning and I rehearse the story and I think of the most helpful thing and I, da, 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 I'm spending so much time to do that. And I don't even know that it's going to be more helpful. So what's that balance? And so I'm just using this as the example, but when you think about, you know, I like to talk about preparing meals, um, at home, like right now I'm, it's my wife and I, we, in our house, like, and we're working from home and really not doing very much. I and mean, we have a couple online classes that we're each taking and, um, but we don't, I mean, we work out and do other things, but there's time in the schedule. I mean, I'm just saying, as opposed to like, if you're somebody who has a family of five or six or four, whatever, like it's a lot more full or busy in some ways. Um, but my point is that I have been making all these recipes and I love New York times cooking, by the way, that app is awesome. And I am picking like three new recipes a week and then one that I normally make, and then I make extra, like I'm doing so much planning and so much cooking. And for, for me right now, that is very fulfilling and interesting and fun. And I'm learning a lot and I'm enjoying it. And so that's kind of more on this, although there is some creativity, so it's not like it's too rigid, but it maybe is for you when you're thinking about, um, something that you're doing and how you want to think about this balance of planning and preparation with allowing yourself to be at the moment, which I realize I'm conflating two slightly different frameworks. One of the rigidity and chaos framework with the river in the middle being well-being, and then another framework being kind of planning and uh, freedom and flexibility, which I, I do think is Maybe, maybe these are two different frameworks, but it's more like a square, which is that if we stack them on top of each other, the top is kind of like the supportive or um, positive version. And then the, the rigidity chaos spectrum is like those ends of the, of that spectrum are challenging. I could just be, you know, what is, what does it all mean? But I think about it. I think about all this stuff a lot and so for you thinking about like, how's it going for you? Do you want to do a little less planning? Do you want to have a little more freedom and flexibility? Or do you feel like there's an area where you need to do a little bit more planning? That could be really helpful. Um, you know, sometimes you show up somewhere and you try to wing it and it completely is awful. Or you show up somewhere and you, here's what I really believe when it comes to that kind of thing if you really do plan and rehearse and get into your core, like what is your core belief message perspective, then you'll be ready and in, in any moment to talk about it. 
I do believe that. So in a way that's training for the unexpected, but I'm getting a little far, a little bit far from where I started. Um, and so, you know, I encourage you to have some curiosity about your process and approach with whatever area of life that you're kind of now thinking through with this and see if you want to be a little bit more flexible or see if you want to be a little bit more planful um, and see how that feels for you because we're all different and we're all going to have something different that's going to feel good. It's easy to look at other people and say, oh my gosh, so-and-so they planned out all those, you know, snacks for the soccer game and all the outfits and the knitted hats and the whole bang. And it's like, okay, we're all different. And it's just, it's easy to assume we understand what's happening with other people. And, and we don't, we send each other well wishes and, and love and appreciate our dif the different approaches that we take and allow yourself to explore, to see what is best for you and your family and your disposition and your sensitivity and your needs and all of it because you are unique and special and you have a perspective that nobody else has. And so for you to hear your inner voice and for you to learn about your own process is really important for all of us. And when you do that, the people around you, they begin to see that that's something people do. Oh, you're going to really figure out for you what feels right. And you're going to do it that way. And it creates a whole bunch of space for other people to break molds of ways of doing things that are just, that's just the way it's done. I will, the very last thing I will share with you, and this is an old sales story and I forget who told it, but there was a story about a family that had a ham for whatever holiday. And I think it was their, I think it was a family that celebrated Christmas and the, the family had for generations, uh, cut the ham down to a certain size. And, and one child said to an, uh, an older family member from another generation, Hey, what's the deal with like, why do we cut the ham in that shape in this family? And that family member said, Oh, well, that's what the, then the next generation, that's just that's just what we did because that's how they did it. Then they asked the next generation and they said, because they had three generations and they said, well, and this was the eldest generation. And they said, well, so why did we cut it like that? And that generation said, well, when we were first starting off our family, we, our pan was only this big. And so then they cut the ham to fit that, but then the family got in the habit of cutting it into that shape, even though they had a larger pan. And if you research the history of railroad tracks, have you heard that story? Like the measurement of the width of railroad tracks goes back to like the width of two horses, hips or something. I mean, it just goes back, back and back and back and back and back to where you realize like, wait a second, why are things the way they are and can we have some innovation in so many important areas. And we are, we're, that's, we're going through a tremendous amount of explosive innovation and transformation. And also, you know, a lot of systems are crumbling too, because it's creating space. So going back to the ham question, why are things, why are we, why are we doing things a certain way? 
And is there a different way? Is there a way that's more in line with who you are? Well, I have really loved being here with you today. I hope you have a great day now that when you're listening to this and, um, let's think of something you're grateful for and maybe send someone you love and who you think could really use an encouraging message or just to hear from someone loving to just say, Hey, I'm thinking about you and sending you some well wishes. All right, everyone. Talk to you soon. Here we are today. Here will be, God willing, here will be tomorrow. Sending you so much love. Bye-bye.